Uh, welcome to Meet Me in the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II. Uh, so glad that you could join us and spend time with us here today talking about a documentary. Uh, the way I see it, uh, this uh, Pete, uh, Pete Sousa, appreciate you being here with us. This is your documentary uh, in so many different ways. It is through your lens, literally, and also uh, your voice. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Yeah, th- thanks. Uh, thanks for having, having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, your work uh, by itself, just looking at the images uh, that we get a chance to see. Uh, and we can see them in print as well, but to see them uh, come to life on screen and to be able to hear your voice, uh, it really does paint such an amazing picture uh, of the life of the American presidency. Um, Sure, we get to see the Obama years, but we also get to see your time with Ronald Reagan, and we get to explore your thoughts, and I really loved the title of this Um, the way I see it, because it is your perspective. And I'd love to hear you share when you knew you wanted to take this beyond that written form and when you knew that there was something for others to be able to see uh, and to hear. Well, in terms of the film, I mean, it wasn't anything that I had aspired to do or uh, had planned to do. It was, um, you know, Jamie Lemon's and her uh, producing partner, Laura Dern, had uh, contacted me and um, th- they inquired about, you know, the possibility of uh, meeting me to talk to me about, you know, possibly doing this documentary. And, um, you know, and, and, and they, they made a good case on, uh, on, 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 on doing it. And, uh, you know, over the course of a couple months, which was, I guess, like a couple years ago, they they convinced me to, uh, you know, kind of put myself out there and, and uh, participate in this project. Well, you have been one that's always been kind of behind the camera and behind the scenes, uh, even though you had a front row seat to so much of what has happened over the course of, of American history over the, the last really several decades. Um, talk a little bit about your love of uh, photography and uh, photojournalism and capturing history, if you would, to kind of set things up, if you would. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, had gone to uh, journalism school with the hopes of becoming a sports writer, of all things, <laughs> and and then uh, took a photography class in my junior year. And it was just, you know, this is back in the days of black and white, you know, where you're developing your own film, you're making your own prints. And the bug just, it was magic to me. It was like for the first time in my life, the, the light bulb went off and it was like, this is, this is what I want to do. And it wasn't so much about the, the journalism at first. It was about the magic of photography. And, and it just lit a fire under me. Um, you know, and it took me maybe like four or five years to get to the point where I was actually any good. But I knew that somehow this was what I wanted to do. You knew you loved it, but at what point did you realize that you not not just had this love or this bug that you you couldn't shake? But when did you realize it was something that you were actually pretty pretty decent at? Well, I think I don't think it was until I um, had gone to graduate school at, at Kansas State University, and and while I was there, uh, worked for their college newspaper. They had a great uh daily college newspaper and you know we we 
the students treated it as if this was, you know, the real deal. And, um, and I think over the course of the two years that I did that, I, I realized that, you know, I was uh, halfway decent and just over the next few years kind of uh, honed my skills a little bit more. When you got the opportunity to um, work uh, for the American president known as Ronald Reagan, how did that unfold for you? And, and um, did you realize what you were in for when, when uh, you took on that opportunity? No, because it wasn't anything that I'd ever, you know, aspired to do. I mean, just like, you know, you wouldn't even think about it. And, um, but, you know, for me, my life has been, um, you know, I think people recognize that I work hard and, um, and, you know, but I've been so lucky. I mean, part of it was uh, the White House photo editor at the time during the Reagan administration was somebody that I knew professionally and she reached out to me about joining the staff. And, you know, it's just like one of those phone calls you get out of the blue. And, <laughs> um, and you know, and I was not a big fan of Reagan's politics, but I was like, okay, if, if, if the job is to visually document the president for history, does it really matter if, if he's a Republican or a Democrat? And that's sort of the attitude that I took to, to that job. And you were uh, with uh, that administration for, for how long? Uh, for the last five and a half years. So I came yeah. in June, June of 83, so midway through his first term until his last day. My last day was his last day. From that experience, what do you think that you learned about the office of the president and uh, the the leader who carries that mantle. Well, I mean, a lot of it is like you. I mean, at least at least during the '80s, you know, this is, it was a different time. It was a different era that was dominated by three network television stations and 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 Time and Newsweek in terms of uh, visuals. So. Um, you know, and there's, there's a caricature that develops of a, of a president that, you know, pe people think of him as, as a certain way. And the, the one thing that I learned during the Reagan administration is he's a human being, just like you and me. And you, you get to see him not just as a president, you get to see this person because of the access that you have as a human being yeah. and what kind of qualities does he have as a, just as a person? Yeah. Uh, and you, re you really get to see that in a, in a, in a, in a, almost a very intimate way. Well, one of the things I really appreciated about the documentary, the way I see it is how you did present that. And there is so much you can do through photography without words and the empathy. And that's a word that, that I, I heard you talking about as it related to, to both uh, Reagan and Obama. And you did get a chance to see that through what was shared um, in, this, in this documentary. And I think that's uh, the word empathy and not just the word, but the actual embracing of it is something that we need more of in this country. Uh, Democrats, Republican, Green Party doesn't matter just from a human standpoint, we need to, to be able to share that empathy. And you captured that. And uh, I think to me, as I'm looking at being able to capture those things, it has to be authentic. You can't fake empathy. 
uh, or at least if, if you do fake it, it comes across as if you're faking it. If share a little bit, if you would, about, about empathy and about the, the, the power of that and, and why it's so important. Well, I mean, I think I, first I would say that, you know, Michelle Obama has that great quote, the presidency doesn't change who you are, it reveals who you are. Yeah. And I think the, the authentic moments, as you described them, the authentic moments, behind the scenes moments of, of a president really do reveal what that person is like as, as a human being. And empathy, I think, is one of the characteristics of whoever holds that office that is so vital because you need to be able to, you know, walk in other people's shoes. You need to understand what other people are going through because the presidency is about all of us. It's not about like an individual and the way you um, go about your business, you should be thinking about us. And, you know, and I think uh, Barack Obama certainly it's it's an inherent trait of his to be empathetic and you know we we are completely missing that today i mean it, there there's a certain like digni- dignity and respect for the person that holds that office that is the bare minimum of um you know what we should expect for the person that holds that office and, you know, and, and I think empathy is just one of those, you know, ultimate uh, leadership qualities that, that anybody who's in that position uh, should have. I think one of the things, while this documentary does capture the American presidency, it, it goes beyond that. It, it does capture the society around it. It, it captures uh, you things like disaster relief and the response to that uh, uh, interactions with soldiers who have been wounded um, interactions with just the regular people um, in society. I mean, there was, there were some of the shots that I was just really kind of blown away by because you're not just seeing things that are happening with the president, but also around the president, whether it's in a, a, a room or whether it's, uh, you know, overlooking trees that have just disappeared because of a disaster. Like I said, you had that front seat and you were on the front lines for, for so many things uh, relating to life uh, in this country and, and what we would see through a picture, or through a TV. What are the strongest memories that stand out to you from both your time with uh, Reagan and with Obama? Oh, we don't have enough time. So. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is there? Was there one image maybe from both of those? No. Cause I know no, you took I mean, millions. <laughs> it, it, uh, I, you know, for me, the, the, the approach that I take to photography and the approach that I took to documenting these two presidents for history was really just to m- make every effort to be there all the time so that when um, things are playing out, I'm able to uh, authentically make pictures that translate um, what is taking place in, a, in an emotional way. Yeah. Now, I have to say that there, there were many days where you know, there wasn't much, much going on in terms of, this is, this is like a great picture. 
but you can never predict when history, A, when history is going to take place, and B, you can never predict when these little, I call them little moments, they're like fleeting moments where he, president is interacting with someone that really helped define what he and someday she is like as a, as a, as a person, as a human being. And if, you, if you're not there all the time, then obviously you're not going to be able to make those pictures. So, yeah. you know, I just looked at my job as I'm just going to hang around. That's, that is my job. Hang around all day and be ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, you look at that picture uh, behind you over your shoulder, and that's just one of those moments that, uh, that happens. And if you're not there, that's not captured. I, I, I think of another one of those moments with um, President Obama uh, with a, a, a little kid in the Oval Office, and he's taking the time to engage, literally engage, uh, not just you know, pat him on the head and send him on, but, but engaging. And uh, I, I think the, the realism of what was, was being captured um, was authentic. And I think that goes back to what we've, we've talked about before is that authenticity was there. And Pete, as someone who has been there for two different administrations, the Reagan administration and also the Obama administration, what are you seeing now that's different from a photography standpoint and the capturing of authentic photography? Well, I mean, you know, it's sort of interesting that the current White House has posted on their Flickr photo stream more than twice as many photographs th- th- than we did in the entire eight years. They- they've already, du- you know, doubled us. And yet um, we're just seeing the reality show. We don't, we don't really see anything that resembles authenticity of the behind the scenes moments. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if, you know, I, I have no independent knowledge. I don't know if that means that those, those images are not being made uh, or if they're being made and the administration is making a decision not to show them. Um, but, you know, in, I, guess in, I guess in time, since every picture is supposed to be transferred to the National Archives, uh, eventually in time we'll know. When you say behind the scenes, give me um, some examples of what your behind the scene moments were like. Uh, you, you were there all the time, but talk about some of those intimate moments that, that we really get a chance to see in your book, uh, Obama, an intimate portrait. But those intimate moments those that, that capture life that normally the American people don't see. Well, let's, let's, take, an, let's take an example. Let's do, a, let's do a direct comparison. Okay. Uh, and, and, and I'll use President Reagan as an example. So uh, I'm not, you know, this is not a partisan thing. Okay. When President Reagan was stricken with colon cancer and in the days afterwards, uh, I, I photographed him at the hospital, the same hospital that, that, uh, that Donald Trump went to last week. And I, I made real pictures of what, uh, what was happening his meetings his phone calls, uh, him recuperating from this cancer surgery. Uh, what do we see from, you know, Donald Trump in the hospital? We see a series of staged and posed photos. They're not like authentic. They're just, you know, come in, take a picture. And um, so, I mean, that's those are the kind of things we're missing. We're not seeing any authenticity 
of what what's taking place. When you left um, the White House um, both times, <laughs> did you have plans or did you just want to see what unfolded? Because I know this was probably not part of your plan. It, it happened. <laughs> well, you know, with President Reagan, I, when, I, when I left the White House, I ended up having like this other career almost. I mean, I, I freelanced for nine years and in DC, and then I became the Washington-based photographer for the Chicago Tribune for another nine years. So I had like 18 years of being a photojournalist and not necessarily just covering politics. Um, when I left the Obama administration, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I became an either an unemployed or a freelancer, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I just felt it was my you know, sort of to echo John Lewis, if you see something wrong, say something. Yeah. I, I felt that I had a unique position to comment on the presidency. And, you know, and that sort of became my side job, which was, um, you know, comparing presidents of the past with what was happening today on mostly on Instagram. Uh, and, 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 and that, you know, that was, that was, that was one of my, <laughs> That was one of the things that I was, you know, doing every day. It was, it was I, I, I treated it as it was part of my job to, yeah. to you know, to, to post something that spoke to what was happening. Well, your your humor is uh, is pretty biting, and you're uh, you are a, a pretty funny guy, <laughs> and your uh, approach to uh, to satire uh, and commentary is 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 pretty brilliant, I must say. Uh, and did you realize you were this funny? Well, I always know. I, th I think I've always known that I was funny. I, was, <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say that, like, the, the, my, when when I started posting some things on Instagram, my my wife said to me one day, she goes, "I didn't know you were this funny." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you just haven't been paying attention." They're <laughs> very like sort of. I think I think I have like a dry sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, the documentary is the way I see it. Uh, and it, uh, it, it is a, an amazing piece of work. And uh, I want to thank you for, for sharing that with us. And um, the two books uh, are available, Obama, An Intimate Portrait, and Shade, uh, A Tale of Two Presidents. Uh, you have any other thoughts or comments, Pete, that you want to make sure you share with our viewers? I would just say that if you are going to watch the documentary, that, um, that, that you put aside your social media, put aside your, your smartphone, and, 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 and get engrossed in this in documentary film. And um, just to warn people, I would, I would have some tissues nearby. Pete Sousa, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you being here with us on Meet Me at the Movies to talk about the way I see it, uh, a documentary well worth taking in. Uh, thanks for your time. Thanks for your talent. And thanks for sharing that with others. Well, thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in for this Meet Me at the Movie Extra. Pete Sousa, our guest right here, and the documentary, The Way I See It. Until next time, I'm Noel T. Manning II, and that's a wrap.